Like if you're feeling really, really down and negged out and down and sad or whatever, how great would it feel to call on that state in a heartbeat? Welcome to the Mind Over Money podcast with Jess and James, the only podcast you need to tune into each week to grow your personal, professional and financial life. Join entrepreneur, investor and multi-award winning international speaker Jesson James as he shows you how to take control of your mind to create the life, income and career you deserve. Here's your host, Jesson James. Here's what I want you to do, because I think it's very important that we learn how to create powerful states, things that serve us, all right? So exercise for you at home and everybody here, here is a question for you or, or, or an instruction for you, okay? Write down, write down your most empowering state. What's your most empowering state? Which state brings you the best results in your life? Write it down now. Which state? No, 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 no. As in feeling. Which feeling of yours, state, happiness, powerful, confident, strong, which one of the states, that, which one of those states or any state that you prefer brings you the best results, makes you feel more powerful? Which one? <laughs> Stand like Superman if you don't know, right? Until you find out. Just write it down. Everybody at home as well, write down in the chat box which one of your states is the most empowering state for you. Certainty. Certainty is another state especially when it comes to getting results. How certain are you that you know what you're doing? Powerful state. Yeah? Strength, confidence, happy, love. What's your most empowering state? Like, you know that people laugh sometimes at these, like, I, I, often, <laughs> I often see people laughing at um, people who are quite spiritual or, uh, or like, just, just happy. You know, there's like, you know, there's some there's people out there that are just happy 24-7, right? That's good. Because nothing bad can happen to you when you're like that. Like, honestly, I'll tell you a quick joke. You have to laugh at it. When you've been in psychiatry as long as I am, like I, I have been, you'll laugh at this stuff, and you have to. When I was a nurse, I used to sit there on the ward, and I used to watch patients laughing at themselves or laughing to themselves. And I used to think... Who's really mad? Them or me? Because he hasn't got a worry in the freaking world. <laughs> he's happy as Larry. Yeah, everything, every day is a fun day. <laughs> so who's really mad? I often used to sit there and think, you know what? These patients must think we're mad because we're running around stressed out, worried, this and that, blah, 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 and what are they doing? Living their best lives, not worrying about a thing. So think about it. What's your best empowering state? Okay? Have we got some written down in the, in the chat box? Fantastic. You guys all written one down? Yeah, what's your favorite one? Got it? Great. So call out some of them. Let's, let's, let's make a list of some of these. Let's make a list of some of them. You've got what? 
Certainty with you. Wait, wait, pick one. <laughs> Based on the fact that he told a joke, we're going to go with humor. <laughs> Good. Someone else? Love. Who said pressure? Pressure. That's an interesting one. Fine. It's absolutely fine. As long as it's empowering and doesn't stress you out. Okay? Oneness. Well done, Zen. Ben. Zen. <laughs> Oneness. <laughs> Is that your favorite one, though? Yeah. Content. Contentment. Good. Anyone else? Happiness. Happiness. Sorry? Calmness. So calm. A state of calm. Love it. Right. Confident. Confident. I'm going to go to the chat in a minute. One more from the room. One more from here. One more empowering state. Certainty. Very good one, Barbara. Certainty. What have we got at home, Vish, that's not already on the list? Please. Pick out my favorite one so far. Grateful. Grateful. Wow. Boom. Wow. You know what? I'm just going to spend a second on that because we're going to do some work on this tomorrow. Gratitude. Gratitude is one of the most powerful states. Powerful states. Yeah? Whenever I feel like being humbled and being like, you know, in a better place, I, I, I become grateful for the things that I have. Because some of us are ungrateful. We're looking for more, but we're not taking time out to be appreciate what we've truly, truly got. So gratitude is an amazing, amazing, powering state. Anything else? Uh, joyful, but that's a spin on happiness. Yep. Uh, everything else has been uh, covered. Um, got a, not a good one for uh, my, uh, Marike. Marika, yep. Marika. Xena, Princess Warrior. Xena. <laughs> I'm so writing that. With an X. Xena with an X. Princess Warrior. I love that. I love that. That's fantastic. Exactly. Bit like the Superman, right? This is great. Now, here's the thing. Look at that state that you've chosen, the one that you've chosen. And I want you to think for a moment. How much better would your life be if you could operate from that state more? You'd be what? You'd be sober. <laughs> Think about it. How much better would your life be if you could operate from that state most of the time? Yeah? Not 100% because you're human, right? There's not one person that can say that they're literally going to be happy every single second of the day unless you're one of my ex-patients. <laughs> and then, this is the funny thing as well. I used to laugh at psychiatry. The patient's happy. So let's give them some drugs that will stop them from laughing to themselves and make them depressed instead. And uh, oh, now they're depressed, let's give them some drugs that will make them happy again. Oh, now we've got to go, it's just up and down again, right? So think about it, yeah? If you could operate from this state most of the time, how much better would your life be? Amazing, wouldn't it? You'd achieve so much more, you'd get so much more done, you'd be happier, you'd achieve more things, the world would be a better place, all that kind of stuff, right? So, what would it be like though? if you could call on that state in a heartbeat? How good would that be? 
Like if you're feeling really, really down and negged out and down and sad or whatever, how great would it feel to call on that state in a heartbeat? Would it be a good team, yes or no? Absolutely. So the question is, how do we do that? How do we do that? Simple. We use a technique called anchoring. What is anchoring? Well, I think it's important for me to explain how anchors work. You see, as human beings, we've been consistently creating anchors to certain things over the years. So, for example, certain songs will change your state. Think about it. There are some songs that you might listen to that could make you sad and remind you of a certain time in your life when you were feeling down. Yeah? When I was a nurse, I used to manage a ward of females with borderline personality disorder. 18 ladies. <laughs> I'm glad Janelle said that, not me. Right? 18 ladies. Borderline personality disorder. Okay? All detained under the Mental Health Act here in the UK. So they were locked. It was a locked ward. Okay? And sometimes they used to go into these downward states. And guess what? The majority of those ladies were all abused at some point during their childhood. They were all abused. That's sad. Very, very sad. Then they used to listen to certain songs to keep them there in that state. Yeah? So I think um, the song, I can't remember. I, I, think, I think the artist is Kelly Clarkson. I can't remember now. But there's a song that says, Because of You. Have you heard of that before? Because of you. You know that song? Yeah? I, I can't sing it more. No. no. Carrie, Carrie's listening. She said, I need 12 more vocal coaching lessons before I'm able to sing. But because, listen to the lyrics. Because of you, I never stray too far from the sidewalk. Heard that before? Now, they're feeling down because they're remembering the abuse that they went through. Now, they're listening to a song which is anchored that state. So even if they're feeling happy and having a good time, the minute that song comes on, they go back to that state. It's a negative anchor. It's a negative anchor. Now, we're not, we can't do that whilst we're here because it's going to be a bit difficult for me to do, but what we would usually do with people who've got negative anchors, like some of you have got a negative attachment to certain things, yeah? Some of you have got like, I don't know, you see a certain thing and you're like, I don't want to look at that because it reminds me of the past. Or you smell something, you go, I don't want to smell that, it reminds me of my ex-partner. Or I don't want to do, whatever. like we've got these things and what we need to do with these negative anchors is collapse those anchors. That's what we do in NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. We collapse those anchors. So we crush them, pretty much. We get rid of them. Once we've got rid of them, we create a better anchor. Okay? But we're not focusing on the negative anchors today. We're focusing on the positive ones. Because think about it. There's also music that you listen to, which does what? Makes you happy. Makes you happy, right? If I said to you right now, what song makes you happy? There's a song that you will like. There might be one that you don't even like, but you just listen to the words and you just can't help but dance. Just makes you happy, yeah? It's a positive anchor, yeah? So think about it. How many times in your life have you been creating negative anchors which hold you back? But similarly, how many times in your life have you passed up opportunities to create a positive one? 
Now, anchors are very, very powerful. You've got to be careful with them, yeah? Here's how careful you need to be. Did you know when a child is sad and crying, specifically emotions around sadness, guilt, shame, those kind of things, when, when a child is feeling sad, what's your natural reaction? What do you want to do as a grown-up? Did you know you could negatively anchor a hug and make them feel, every time they're hugged, they feel sadness and shame instead of love? That's how powerful it is. Think about what I'm saying. Yeah? So when I say this to parents, sometimes they think I'm crazy. You've got to hug your kid. Come on. Don't, I'm, not, I'm not, look, look, trust me. When my kids are sad, I'm like, sorry, I can't touch you. Hey, hey, stay over there. I can't hug you yet until you sort yourself out, all right? Now, go off and sort yourself out before I hug you. I don't do that. But I have a different hug for when they're in that state. It's very subtle. Very subtle, okay? For me, with my kids, the hug is side-on hug. It's all right. It's okay. Yeah? That's my, when they're feeling, because they look, they want connection, don't they, the children? They want someone to touch them, to feel like loved again. Remember, baby? Yeah? But if you do the same hug that you use for love when they're feeling shame, you're anchoring that hug to that negative emotion. This is how powerful this stuff is, I'm telling you. Yeah? So I have a bit of a side-on hug. I might come down here and go, it's okay. It's all right. Just on the side. Yeah? It's different to my love you. Yeah? And they don't know I'm doing it, but guess what? Every time they feel this, love. Whenever they feel this, yeah, notice it's side on. It's a little bit standoffish, isn't it? It's not a proper hug, is it? It's a little bit standoffish. Why am I doing that? It's because I'm also telling them, that emotion you're feeling right now isn't a cool one. So I'm not endorsing it. I'm not going to endorse it. So be very careful with anchors. It's such a powerful tool. Yeah? The other thing I would say to you as well around anchoring, this is a powerful one. You're going to love this. Be very careful about feeling sorry for people. Raise your hand if you've ever felt sorry for someone before. You guys at home as well. Yeah? Felt sorry for someone before. When you feel sorry for people, you disempower them. Think about what I've said. Have empathy, not sympathy. Empathize with someone, don't sympathize with them. Because if you sympathize with them, you're putting them at the side of effect. Victim mode. I feel sorry for you. Guess what you're going to do the next time they see you? They've negatively anchored you to sympathy. That's the person that feels sorry for me. They go immediately go into a disempowered state when they see you. It's crazy, but it's true. So you should empathize with them. When you empathize with them, rather than sympathize, you empower them. I understand your situation. I don't feel sorry for you. Now, that might sound harsh, but it's all in context, isn't it? Yeah? Because let me ask you a question. Would you rather... Feel sorry for someone and keep them in a disempowered state, which means they can't change? Or would you rather empathize with them and help them see a way out? Which one? Help them see a way out. Help them see a way out. 
Yeah? This is especially true for your clients, if you're working with clients. If, you got, if you're in business, anyone watching, if you're working with your clients, please avoid feeling sorry for them. Because they will anchor that. Now think about it. Like, Marie, I'm going to use you as an example. You, you're a massage therapist. Yeah? You often have clients who turn up who are feeling stressed, right? Now think about the psychology of this. Sometimes your clients tell you stuff and you feel bad for them, right? They're like, oh, oh gosh, that's horrible. That's what's happened to you. It's terrible, right? You feel sorry for them, right? And here's what you're doing. You're giving them a massage. So you're physically anchoring it as well. Is that, does that a wake-up call for you? You're physic you, you feel sorry for them, and now you're physically anchoring that state. They're there. It's okay. It'll be okay. Now, every time they come and see you, even if they're happy, the minute you start doing that, what happens? Anchor fires off. Last time I was here, she felt sorry for me. Now, I'm back here, fires off, she feels sorry for me. See, how, see, see, see what we're doing as humans? We're constantly creating anchors all over the place, and we don't even know it. You don't even know it. You can all create positive and negative anchors. In fact, some of you have created a new anchor about half an hour ago. Next time you see someone doing this, you're going to think of Jessen, which is not a good thought, but anyway. But like, <laughs> definitely not a good thought, okay? Especially ladies, if your husband starts doing this, going, oh, you remind me of Jessen, you did what? <laughs> All right? It's not a good look, okay? <laughs> so it's, it's an anchor. <laughs> it's an anchor. You've been listening to the Mind Over Money podcast with Jess and James. Don't forget to subscribe and follow on all the channels. Links in the show notes. Please also leave a review and visit www.jessandjames.com to find more resources on how to create the life you deserve.